Hello, hello, hello. This is Gouda Murder, a podcast about sharp kills and cheesy thrills. Listen in on a group of gals talking true crime and all things cheese. Welcome, cosmic enthusiasts, to another electrifying episode of Gouda Murder, where we dive headfirst into the captive realm of extraterrestrial mysteries. I'm your enthusiastic host, Keely. And with me are some of this out-of-the-world girls, Kelly and Coda. Yeah, that sounds so good. <laughs> that was a really good intro. I like that. Like, whoa. Thank you. Thank you. Today, we're embarking on an odyssey fueled by our unwavering belief in the reality of alien life. They've been proven. In the heart of it all. Recently. New Mexico. New Mexico. New Mexico. Wow. So I'm glad that you brought that up. <clears throat> Imagine, if you will, yes, a congressional hearing that sent shockwaves through social media as UAPs and UFOs took center stage. Yeah, they did. <laughs> center stage. So, anyway, there were some pretty crazy events in a... What, what was he called? A, a whistleblower? Oh, yeah. He uh, heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend. You've been messing around. Keep singing it. <laughs> so, with all of this uh, information going on, I wanted to dive into some creepy little UFOs, and New Mexico is known for them. Wow. Like, they. If you if you Google UFOs, the first thing that's gonna pop up is it's just all the culture there. That's what it is. It's all the cheese. That's a hot cup of fucking cheese. <laughs> it's pretty gassy out there. So yeah, it is <laughs> making all those sausage float. Yes, yeah. but I don't know. It's it's it was really hard to do research on this, so I'm just gonna give you guys a quick little heads up. Um, I'm a little sorry, not that sorry, because some of the stuff I found was neat. But you know, so it's sorry to interrupt you. But no, you're it's, fine. It's so funny to to think that like, oh, they've just they just confirmed yes they are real. However, still keeping on the hush hush and all the interesting facts. Rude. Yes. Yep. So they're real, but don't know too much. Yeah, yeah I have. Okay, it's open. It's like that. <laughs> There's a list of like government government employees who have come forward who said these these statements are true, but we don't have proof. We don't have pictures. We don't have this. But I will tell you behind closed doors what I did see. Yeah. They're not willing to say it to the public. But I, I've seen a couple of the TikToks pop up and it kind of makes me laugh That's when they're like, cool. when they're like, <laughs> aliens are real. And the public's like, yeah. Can yeah. you make healthcare affordable? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aliens are real. Cool. But uh, what about that healthcare reform? That'd be great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ooh, that's insane. Can they, can they probe us for free? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'll get okay, on the so ship real quick. Do, like free health screenings now? Yeah. Is that a thing? Damn. There we go. Aliens are trying to hook us up. That's what they've been trying to do all along. The government's been capping it That'd be insane. Sorry to interrupt again. No, you're good. Uh, Josh, like, listens to all these conspiracy theorists or whatever. Have you seen the one guy? He's on it. He's extremely intelligent, but he was talking about how we could be to aliens what we are or what ants are to us 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, we could just be living our own thing, and we are so small and minuscule and we're like the who's to them. yes yeah horton here's, horton a, here's a, a who living on a speck of dust on somebody's couch yeah just floating in a around universe yeah. isn't that just insane that is crazy to I think totally about 100 percent believe that is what we are we are ants in this whole and grand scheme of things yeah. except we're very weak ants you know we can't lift 100 times our body weight and yeah <laughs> we were just i'm funny we i'll just- be up in the gym, just working on my fitness. He's yeah. my witness. Yeah. I was talking about this, too. Like, we're all in the gym and realizing how little upper... Well, Keely, Keely's been crushing it. Oh, yeah. I haven't been in Coda, the gym for a while. Coda and I were definitely finding about, you know, our upper body strength is weak. Yeah. Um, I learned yeah. when we went to Florida last year that I could hold on to the <laughs> to save myself from the jellyfish, but that's about it. I wasn't pulling myself back on the floaty. I was just keeping myself from falling off the floaty. <laughs> like, she's kicking her feet up and she's like, help me. Yeah. He kept, I, he's we like, had a good time. into the raft if you're going to fall. So I fell and I'm holding on for dear life. And then Keely's fallen too. And at one point I was like, trying to block the end of it so that she wouldn't roll out. Yep. Someone's what holding kind of raft were you on? A, banana boat. a banana boat. Oh. Okay. Which is what Coda's yeah. tattoo is. Yeah. Oh, a oh yeah. <laughs> that's cute. I miss I think I missed that story on where I mean I knew you had it, but I didn't know that part of it, I don't think. But yeah, so I can I can hold on and just hang there, maybe. <laughs> the adrenaline is rushing. Yeah. Well, there was granted, a lot of that there. Granted, but I like, could not do a pull-up ever. Yeah, no. Ever. Pulling yourself out of the water onto something that's floating, especially like a tube. Like, I don't know, like, I'm tubing all my life or whatever. And that, after a few falls, it gets really hard. You get really tired. And <laughs> just leave me. Awesome. So, yeah, those tubes are really heavily life. inflated. Unless you get, like, one of those flat ones. But if you get, like, one of those big old fat guys, you're trying to climb onto it. <laughs> Ugh, just leave uh, me. See just... me trying to get into a John boat out of the river. It is me. not good. We used to make Austin bring a folding chair to put in the water oh to get God. into the boat. Oh my it's God. actually brilliant. Yeah. Don't they have like those little built-in ladders though? Well, we were, we were using the old boat, no. Oh. Only That's new boats have the John cool. Boat. A fishing, like a, a long oh. green fishing oh, boat. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Not like a speed boat. Not, okay. Yep. Not like a aluminum, yeah, tin. Yep. Okay. I've never heard it be called a John boat. That's interesting. I don't what know up, why it's called The more, that. the more you oh. know. I don't know why it's called We'll cover that, that in a cheese break. <laughs> <laughs> There's no cheese break yet. Sorry. I'm I'll at do cheese a cheese bite. bite and tell you why it's called a John boat. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so... When they were, we were just talking about the government releasing um, the UFO or the aliens are real, or they've had interaction, whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna read off um, a couple statements um, from this whole interaction. So, uh, Commander David Fravor took a. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to phrase this. He said that he saw a Tic Tac shaped UFO from <laughs> a starship from the stars that eluded formation, uh, formal introduction. Um, sorry. Eluded formal introduction? Yeah. He basically said that he saw it and it disappeared. But no, no picture proof. No. Hi. Yeah. 
fuck them. That's why they're not allowed here. Ryan Graves, a, he's a former Navy pilot. He dared to recount then an accountant an encounter with a mysterious black sphere encased within a transparent cube. Wow, that was a lot. Now he said that these I'm cosmic sure. cubes seem to have been a cosmic trend among other pilots. So it wasn't just him stating that he saw this black sphere enclosed in a cube. Translucent cube, I'm sorry. Um, apparently, he said multiple Navy pilots have seen this, but he's the only one that's come forward. No proof, no pictures. No one else has come forward with it. Oh, okay. It Publicly. Yeah, I was like, what fucking drugs were you on? Or, like, maybe you were at such a high altitude that maybe, like, you didn't get enough oxygen to your yeah. fucking brain. But either way. I mean, he- I, believe the, I believe there's stuff there, so. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's crazy. No, but, I mean... But why? So if nobody's coming forward, he's just he's just saying other they've talked about it. Yeah. And other guys have. Yep. He, but no one's confirmed or denied forward. it. Uh, yep. Yep. So they're all just gonna let him sound crazy. Yeah, look fucking nuts. But hold on to your interstellar hats for this saga is far from over. Reminds me of tinfoil. Yep. <laughs> Representative Matt Gates triumphantly championed he. <laughs> He is the champion of I've seen the aliens in the flesh. He are they green? <laughs> They're gray. They're like, no. Like, uh, but uh <laughs> you know, they look like sardine snakes. Yeah, basically. Ah! Really? No. That's what he said. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that what he said they look like? No, he he didn't give any detail on that. He just said, I've seen aliens in the flesh. That was it. That was his only statement. I've seen them in the flesh. Okay, okay. same. Mm, okay, same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making conversation. <laughs> so, <laughs> the White House, the Pentagon, and NASA have all shed their foil tin hats and confessed confessed to vigilant watchfulness and have prepared for the day little green envoys extend a cosmic handshake. It probably looks like this. Have you ever watched this show? No. <laughs> Alien TV on Netflix, guys. Look it up. Oh, it's cute. <laughs> it is really cute. Okay. So, I know that we just talked about the most recent uh, UFO information, but I'm going to go back in time, and we're going to leap to 1950. Okay. This is bringing us to Farmington where the skies transformed into a dance floor of silver discs in the Farmington UFO Armada. Farmington, Illinois? Nope. Farmington? New Mexico. Mexico. Oh, duh. <laughs> we're, still in, we're still in New Mexico, Coda. Get get back in the car. Get back in the flying I was black sphere. That Navy so multiple witnesses recounted a spectacle that rivaled Hollywood's best, a mass UFO sighting that continues to baffle us to this day. No pictures, no proof. Okay. The next thing that I am mentioning is the um, Teos hum. It is something that has been known in this part of New Mexico. There's no explanation on where this hum come from comes from. But it's a constant, not constant, it comes and goes. They, they've they proven that it's not not the pipes underneath 
the ground. It's not the lights humming. It's just this very odd, deep bass hum. Can you describe it? Can you, do you, can you do a definition of it? What, is, what do you think it sounds like? <laughs> That sounds like Homer Simpson asking for a donut. No, no. <laughs> That's Homer Simpson, yeah. Fuck, there we go. Okay, a Homer hum. <laughs> the Homer hum. <laughs> uh, not a Homer, it's So, um, they've had, they've had, uh, FBI and other scientists come and check out the location of where the Teos hum is coming from and they have no reason or proof of where it comes from and why it's there where it, why it comes and goes mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. now we're going to journey to dulce uh, again in new mexico coda yes, <laughs> a town shrouded in secrecy its name whispered in the same breath as an underground alien base the 70s and 80s saw reports of cattle mutilation Sparking conspiracy theories that refuse to fade away. This is an ongoing thing. Oh, mm-hmm. it's just teenagers cow tipping. Maybe it's a pork truck. Yeah, <laughs> literally <laughs> picking up and he dissecting. Yeah, <laughs> fucking old Bessie's front parts over here. Floor. Yeah, couldn't figure out how to reverse, so we just yeah. kept going with it. Yeah. So- <laughs> You're sick. And then uh, the Santa Fe lights that cast their radiant glow in the 1950s it creeped out and captivated residents with their very bright orange and red hues even the u.s air force couldn't unravel this phenomenon and wasn't the uh nuclear bomb test found yes leaving us to ponder the possibilities of interstellar communications (laughs) now we can finally talk about my favorite case so far Right after this cheese break. Ah. Ah, 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 ah. Right, 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 right. So where were we? New Mexico, not Illinois. <laughs> Coda. <laughs> so we are in New Mexico with all the UFOs and all these extraterrestrial cosmetic. See what I'm cosmic? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Cosmetic. Like that cosmetics. Like that's the same word. No, it's is not that a cosmic. cosmic apple? It is not a cosmic yeah. apple. A cosmetic apple. Damn. Yeah. Damn. See, I wasn't even thinking about that. Damn. But Damn. I was thinking I was thinking about the cheese. Wasn't really thinking about the apples, but I was thinking about the cheese, which New Mexico, of course, is rich in obviously Mexican and southwestern culture and foods and cuisine. Uh, but it's also rich with cheese. One of the uh, most popular dairy farms in new mexico is old windmill dairy i don't think they're the men the two co-founders um what what other names ed and michael leboy it's l-o-b-o-u-g-h so i think it's leboy or lebeau 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 something like that um these gentlemen co-created or co-founded old windmill dairy uh which is about a half hour outside of santa fe in new mexico and they're famous for their artisan goat cheeses as well as a multitude of other cheeses ranging from brie to blue brie to blue cheese and some artisan brie to 
Brita blue cheese, Brita blue cheese, Brita blue cheese. <laughs> I love those. Uh, so these gentlemen are co-owners of the Old Windmill Dairy and produce cheeses of, of very various types and flavors that reflect the southwestern palate. Um, and they're famous for their chili hot goat cheese, which mm-hmm. exemplifies the New Mexico food culture. Buzzing. Uh, controlling the goat's environment, they say, is the secret to producing great tasting goat cheese. The environment influences, influences the goats, uh, so therefore influences the type of milk that they produce, leading into the type of cheese and flavors that are produced. And so I thought that was really cool. Um, you know, you think about it, you know, when you have, I would say, any sort of cattle, goats, cows, what other large hooved animals um you really want to take into consideration what type of environment you are providing them you know if they're just like pent up they're going to be sad they're going to be depressed versus like you know a free range uh you know animal that gets to munch on a whole multitudes of different vegetation uh they're happy that affects their diet which then again affects they produce more, they produce different flavors too. Like, you know, so it has a lot to do um, with what they're eating and what type of milk they're producing, which then, you know, affects again, the overall taste of the cheese too. Yeah, yeah they'd be spicy, Dude, spicy goat spicy milk. Goat. I, bet I like spicy too, I like spicy. Uh, so, so some of the things that they do to um, control the environment is that they keep they keep the bucks or the male goats uh, downwind from the milkers, literally a term, uh, the female goats, because the buck's musky scent uh, permeates the air and has an effect on the hormones of the female goats, yeah. which then has an effect on the flavor of the of the milk that they produce. And then again, their cheese. Yeah, believe it. Some, some, the some, goat story? Some, what, what did you? I had a pet goat. <laughs> In high school, and he like he stunk. Yeah, he like pissed on his on his face yeah, or something. They, like uh, their beard. Yeah. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So they have and, like uh, a musty. They have a musty fair. Like it's mostly like. Not get rid of that smell. Yet. It's like pheromones. It's it's yes. it's their natural animal stink. Female horse. Ooh. That he would get excited around. Nice. Uh, gross. Gross. Um, <laughs> but he was he was the cutest little goat. My. My mom surprised me with him. Uh, my eighth grade science teacher, yeah. her family, they did a lot of agriculture and they had goats, cool. but they would raise them for meat goats. And, oh, you know, wow. Nice. This guy was too small. Oh. And they weren't going to do anything with him. So my mom's like, yeah, I'll take it. And she brought it home in a dog crate. And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting a puppy. A goat. A little, <laughs> this little white goat. Uh, what did you name him? Hansel. Hansel? I love that. Uh, now she has a gorse. Of yeah. No. God. <laughs> It'd be like a mini pony, but <laughs> a little ganglier looking, probably. Three legs. Yikes. Two heads. No. No. Uh, he was cute. He was like follow you around the yard, and then when he got bigger and his horns grew in and he hit puberty, he was a mean mofo. Oh, rude. Yeah. He would headbutt you. Yeah. Get up on his back legs and like an attack you. Like, boom. Yeah. yeah. He was like, okay, yeah, stop it. Yeah. Gave him to the Amish. Yeah, the Amish, so they probably... Yeah, the Amish came to get him, and yeah. that was a funny story, too, because they don't have transportation, so my mom... Similar, like, yes. Um, it was a guy and his son that came out to get him, mm-hmm. and I was in high school. It was right around homecoming, and my we were talking about... The guy's like, are you going to miss having your goat? And I'm like, no. 
<laughs> I don't like doing the chores for him. He smells terrible. He, so like his cuteness has, has long, against, yes. long since waned. I'm um, good. Goodbye. But I guess on the way back, my mom had mentioned something about homecoming hat coming up and daughter going to the dance. And his son's like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. And he's like, you're letting your daughter go to the dance with boys unchaperoned. Oh, the like, dad was like, yeah. She's like, no, there's teachers there. Yeah, there's yeah. chaperones. But her, his son was like, oh, that sounds like yeah yeah i'm sure he's like ooh, he sounds yeah yeah he was excited about it in one way or another who knows i bet she's going to dance all over yeah yikes dude if if they see you wearing shorts or tank tops they stare oh yeah 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 they don't i mean it's any of them anybody with arms and kneecaps arms and kneecaps well it is the most central part of a woman's body come on I can't see that navel, but I can see her ankles. Yeah, oh, I can see her ankles. <laughs> okay. Well, I will say the little, we called the, the babies omelets. Omelets? Yeah, the baby Amish. Oh, They're so, like, they're entertained by the simplest things. They're so and cute. So, like, you give them some bubbles and they'll just run around there like the cutest little fucking things. I know. Anyway, I love it. Up. I love it. Yeah, that's so sweet. Goats stink. Yes, they do. That's why I think. Goat cheese taste bad. They, oh, see, so you're you you tainted taste by your smell. personal experiences. Okay, that's fair. That that mm-hmm. that that is fair. Okay, see, now I understand a little bit more about your your goat cheese, uh, you know, negativity. Um, but for okay. these goats here at the Old Windmill Dairy, they're taken well care of. So they're they're separating the bucks from the milkers because they don't want the milkers to be tainted or affected by that dusty buck smell, and. They even do, you know, even even uh, take into consideration. So, you know, no hormones, no extra additives are used in the production of their cheeses or, you know, for the milk. It's all natural or as natural as you can be. Um, so even like, say, for like a female goat, if, if they're sick or if they're injured and they need to take antibiotics, they immediately take them out of the milking process until one that goats fully healed, of course, and then no longer has antibiotics in their system because... I mean, I guess I didn't think about it too, but like um, the antibiotics uh, prevent the milk from coagulating, oh, which the yeah, the because yeah, too. like yeah, it yeah. kills all the good and bad. You know, antibiotic just you know it's it, it is it does its job. It kills the bacteria, but that means it also can kill good bacteria too. And so when you really think well, like I'm like, huh, like why would that even be a thing? It's like oh, because yeah the bacteria that you need for the milk to coagulate within the process of the actual cheese making itself won't happen or gets disrupt you know um yeah yeah it gets uh gets uh blocked by that so i'm like huh interesting so they're they're taking care of their goats they're taking care of their uh goat cheese and um you know tonight that's what we're going to be doing we're going to be tasting we're not tasting old windmill dairy goat cheese but we're tasting a quality artisan cheese um today and you know we we have the plain plain goat cheese, which we have a multitude of crackers and apples and apple chips to taste from. But we also have uh, a flavored artisan goat cheese. So this is cherry cinnamon flavored goat cheese, and so it's just like the goat cheese has a little bit of cherries, a little bit of flavoring in the log itself, but then it's wrapped in. Uh, these I wouldn't, I wouldn't say dried cherries because they're kind of moist from the packaging, but you know preserved cherry bits mm-hmm. uh, and it's really good really fruity really delicious 
Uh, goat cheese also pairs well, not only with certain foods, but certain wines. So hello, it is a wine episode, folks. And so what, 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 wine? And so we have our cheese. <laughs> wine. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, you get it. You get it. What, 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 wine? We'll, we'll, we'll uh, perfect it in. I know. No, I just kind of want it. No, I kind of want to keep doing it. <laughs> yes. So with this specific flavor of a goat cheese, the tang, the a little bit more of a harsher, you know, specific taste or bite that they have, they pair, they pair well with, um, you know, a multitude of different types of wines. But tonight we have a Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, I try to so so oh, hard. Wrong. It's it's it oh see well it's a white it is yeah, definitely I a white. Saw the color um, Thank you for teasing me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can understand now why you don't love this one. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna pair. I would suggest. <laughs> I I mean I would think it'd pair well either the plain or the the flavored would pair well with the um, with the wine. Oh, I also brought um, because you know. Uh, Yes, I brought some chile powder um, because, you know, with the Southwestern flavors and influences, you know, um, and again, for for the Labau gentlemen at Old Windmill, they are famous again for their chili hot uh, goat cheese. So I did bring, I didn't have actual chili peppers because I think I, honestly, I know I would mess that up somehow. I would think you just chop them up and put them in the goat cheese or top them in the goat cheese. But I also think that would have been a very intense heat that uh i wasn't that uh prepared or adventurous for but i did bring the chili powder and it is really delicious if you sprinkle it on top of the plain goat cheese and slap a cracker underneath uh very yeah slap a cracker underneath very good and so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna let yeah you let y'all try what the flip is happening over there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the way I said it, it turned into like a racial thing. So Oh, slap yeah. Slap a cracker. Slap a cracker. Slap these crackers. <laughs> we are all crackers. We're all crackers. Yeah, we're all white crackers eating cheese and wine. Girl dinner. Girl, Girl dinner. What wine? Girl dinner. Oh. Well. Just make it a sandwich. Yeah, nice. Yeah, there's a Sammy. Really good. Cherry, cherry cinnamon. So I would say I've already had a couple bites of this uh, this cheese already, and it does. It has like a little, kind of like a a sweet fall taste. The cinnamon gives it a free sweet. It smells of like the um, the cinnamon apple donuts that they have at the Apple Orchard. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the cinnamon. It's the cinnamon like in the tang. Nice. It totally does. Get that goat funk negativity out of here. That's hot. Go. Smell my cracker. Smell my. Smell. Smell, smell, smell my sandwich. Smell between I the crackers. Smell my own cracker. But yeah. you smell it from the top. You gotta smell the crack of it. Smell the <laughs> crack of a cracker. This is just gross. Yeah. Okay. So let's just give it a try. Give it a try. The flavor. Feels. <laughs> 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 Feet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Toes holding crackers. Mm, I like that. I like the I like the flavor. I like the saltiness of the cracker. It pairs well with the goat cheese, and now with your adding the little cherry fruits and a little bit of that cinnamon. Like Ooh, that. that was pretty good. Ooh, it is good. It's good. Okay, man, two for two for Coda. Two for two. Yeah, so she's like, oh my god, ew, gross. Oh, actually, this is not that bad. Can you hide the flavor of the cheese. It's, it's not hiding. Flavor. You're you're not hiding. You're yeah. pairing Coda. You're pairing the flavors. Pair the 
flavor away. <laughs> Pair the flavor away. All right. Okay, with the wine. I'm going to just do a little dollop of the cheese, a little cheese ball. All right. I think you know these are sliced too. You know you're just really working working hard for your for your cheese. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you as well. Yeah, you're welcome. welcome. I think you're with good. the wine, with the wine, the bite of the cheese and the sip of the wine, uh, it makes it it makes the cheese uh, taste even sweeter. I think you know because the the. The soup, the wine itself is a little more drier mm-hmm. tasting for a white, like I said, the Sauvignon Blanc, mm-hmm. but it's good. I like them. I'm going to do a little cracker, a little salty cracker with the cheese and the wine. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, professional taste testers, they do the thing where they're like, that's an actual thing like that you're supposed to aerate the taste in your taste buds to help have you ever watched you're supposed to wine taste you're supposed to yeah sniff it put it in your mouth spit it out Mm -hmm. swirl it around in the cup like those sommeliers yeah Mm -hmm. sommeliers sommeliers yeah have you seen this old guy do the ice cream taste test yes so in tasting yes what we do is take a small amount right off the top it doesn't take much that's the warmest part right here. I'm going to invert the spoon. Oh, yeah. Mm. Cover mm. all 9,000 taste buds. Yep. <laughs> Aerate it. Warm it up. Driving up that top note. Yes, I'm good. Here at Manila. <laughs> Ooh, okay, regular with the chili powder. Let me know. You dig that? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It gives a little zest. Mm-hmm. Give it a little spice. Not too much. Not like not even like a peppery spice, but it's a a southwest flavor. How do, how does it? It it's good. Yeah, that one's good. It tastes good with the could, with the tang. I could almost get down with like you know how some people put sour cream in a bowl of chili. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put a chunk of oh sour <gasps> goat cheese in there. Oh snap! That's an That's idea. Really hey kids. Football season's coming up or is up right now. I know you're all going to be making chili. Consider having a dollop of goat cheese in your chili. Yeah, That'd be good. It'd be good. Things to think about. Huh? Does, yes. Does goat cheese melt? It doesn't have enough fat, does it? It's... it's so then would it... I don't know if it, it would. Essentially curdle. Yeah, I think it would burn. Like okay. It would burn. I would chili? maybe. That's a, that that's. Is good with the chili yeah, I don't know if it would melt because it gets so soft. Like I said, like it's this has been sitting right here with us. And granted, it's not really hot out right now, but it's it's staying firm. It's staying it's staying soft, but not melty. So maybe dip your crackers into goat cheese and use use it as a side to your chili. Yeah, that'd be. Like, no, I would mix it in because sour cream doesn't melt. And you put sour it cream, in. Yeah, right? I think I think this would blend in. Do you think so? Yeah, that's that's we'll yeah. Try. When you when you do like shredded cheese, that melts in. But when you put like sour cream, that doesn't necessarily melt in, but it blends in. That's a different right. yeah. Right. Heat's birthday, we're doing a chili bar. Ooh, birthday is Friday the thirteenth. <gasps> Ooh, so we're going. Bring yeah, we're, we're putting goat cheese in it. Yes, we're not telling yeah. them. 
<laughs> we're not telling. We're not telling anybody. Josh would probably bark. Yeah. If you he don't tell him, he doesn't like cream cheese. He doesn't like sour cream. How he doesn't like know? any white creamy things. He's not even listening. What the How hell? Well, so he tells you. Okay. <laughs> if you're listening, we're not gonna put goat cheese on the chili. We're gonna, I would definitely do that. Yeah, I'm gonna bring me and me and Keely. That's cool. Oh, Keely and I are gonna bring our own logs, our own cheese logs, and we're he gonna be. Oh, that's so sweet. I love. Thanks, Josh. Thanks. Any any coworkers of Josh's? Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna keep eating this oh, no. this flavor no. cheese. <laughs> All right. Fine. Sorry. Fuck you all. I guess. According no, to Coda, suck it. Yeah, no. Just kidding. Met, just kidding. One in person. You're all okay. Okay, well, you're all okay. We're back in the books. Okay, you're all right. Um, let's keep <laughs> eating this cheese and listening about UFOs, Keely. I'm very interested in just find out what more infos. What UFO in? Wait, no, hold on, hold on. Let me think about it. Let me think about UFO, UF info. You have that works. Okay. Okay. Let's go. U info. All right cheese break was good let's go let's go let's let me go. hear that you have info uh, yeah you already fucking know i do <laughs> <laughs> on the afternoon of april 24th 1964 while on duty officer lonnie zamora experienced an event that would make him a central figure in the world of ufo sightings Ooh, excuse me Around 5.50 p.m., Officer Zamora was patrolling the outskirts of Socorro when he heard a loud roaring sound in the sky. He soon spotted a shiny, egg-shaped object descending towards the ground. Intrigued and curious about the unusual craft, he decided to investigate. According to Zamora's testimony, he approached the craft and saw two beings dressed in white coveralls near the object. He discovered or described them as child-sized and human-like, but with odd, elongated features. So, like your typical uh, thought of alien, you know. As Zamora tries to make sense of the situation, one of these mini galactic campers spots him and promptly pulls out what seems to be a space-age flashlight. Space-age flashlight. flashlight. <laughs> it's a flashlight. <laughs> now anyone would agree that being caught with a flashlight in the middle of the night is already awkward enough but these aliens take it up a notch they hop in to their spaceship and zoom away leaving Zamora standing there wondering if he just stumbled upon the universe's weirdest picnic as the craft took off Zamora noted that there was a blue flame and a loud noise the craft then disappeared into the sky. So he rushed back to his vehicle. Uh, Zamora reported the incident to his super superiors, supervisors. I can't get words out. Words are hard. Who probably thought he spent too much time in the sun that day. But hey, he's a police officer and swore to uphold the truth and protect the citizens. So Lonnie Zamora's UFO story became a beloved part of ufology's history with enthusiasts debating whether it was a close encounter of the third kind or just a cosmic prank gone weary cosmic prank mm -hmm. whether you believe in little green pint-sized ewoks or simply a case of mistaken identity 
Lonnie Zamora's encounter remains a hilarious reminder that the universe might just be one big cosmic circus after all. That is my <laughs> whole. Your face is at it. Yeah. That is my whole story on wow. Lonnie Zamora. There was, you know, and that's what I mean. Like with all your research about UFOs, that was uh, that was the most detailed one I could find. That was the most detailed so one. far. There. Um, in New Mexico. Uh, yeah, in, okay, say, yeah. It, not in the, I don't think it was in the U.S. even. Somewhere in Europe, there was two children, like a boy and a girl, but they were not a boy and a girl. Green? Like, they only ate broccoli or, or oh, something like yeah, that. Yeah. And everyone, and they spoke a weird language, and mm-hmm. nobody knew where they came from, and yeah, I don't know what that one was about, but so. Aliens. I I have heard this story. I I mean I couldn't really cover it today because we're in New Mexico. But um, with Lonnie Zamora's case, so he reported it, and he had a ton of people come to the site that he said that he he found this egg shaped aircraft at. Yeah. They they did um, I mean not fingerprints, but they tested the entire site that he had he had stated they were at, and they found. It, I don't want to say DNA, but they found fluids. Something that wasn't related to where he was. They're like, this is an unknown object that has not been located here in New Mexico. Like um, a t- tiny little speck of something. A little horn here is a huge bullshit. Uh, okay. um, An unidentifiable thing. Residue. Or whatever, yes. Yep. An unidentified residue. But like there was, there was an out, not outline, but like there was an indent in the ground where Lonnie stated that there was the aircraft. There was, they didn't find footprints or anything like that. But they, like they have it blocked off. If you Google the, um, what was it Socorro? Is that what I said it was called? Yeah, Socorro in New Mexico. They have it still, like it, it's a tourist site now, but where they say that the aircraft was like people go and visit it all the time now and people are like i feel something i mean same as when you go to haunted houses yeah i've been like, really getting diving into ghost adventures uh with some friends and let me tell you <laughs> yep. everybody feels something oh my god wow did you see that oh oh my goodness uh-huh. i felt something you know it's very insane i watched uh there was a youtube person doing a uh they went into a house that had been abandoned and they're like did you feel that did you see that and it was the fucking camera guy's phone vibrating and it just so happened to be like he was right next to the yeah the dude the, yeah the main character i was like that was so funny i still think that there is supernatural shit out oh, there yeah. but still I 100% believe it was in it, but and when people actually try to make uh yep recordings like, whoa and did like, you hear that and you're like it's just tv static no, uh, someone just said your name. Or, or like some of those shows have like light background noise, or like not background noise, background music, where it's like, yes, as they're walking through the house. Like, oh my god, did you hear that? No, motherfucker, because I have this background music <laughs> you added into this episode that I'm adding into this episode right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Josh is the one that fucking always has to bring me back down to earth. <laughs> he like, hear that? But, he's like, yeah, the fucking bee over there, yeah. Yeah, he's always got some scientific explanation for that shit. And like, like, yeah, sure. We, when we first moved into our ho- the Barbie house, our air conditioning, you already know, is super fucking loud. Mm-hmm. And so 
the first couple nights we lived in the house, we had the windows open because it was fall. It was really nice out. I mean, it was like this time. So, I mean, it was yeah. still summer, whatever. But, like, dead silent. It was great. No issues. And then we turned the air conditioning on. And the first day that it went off, we were in bed. <laughs> and I, I just hear this, like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then the air conditioning starts to go. And I was like, oh, I said, what was that noise? And he is also like, what, what was that? And I was like, what? what? <laughs> you both tagging yep. each other. Yep. What was it? What was that? I don't know. <laughs> like, fucking sitting you there. You go tag. No, yes. You go tag. Yep. And so we both walked through the whole house with our flashlights in the middle of the night for Austin to realize that it's the air conditioning. And he's like, Keely, go back to bed. Oh, I'm definitely the one that's like, go check to see what that was. Yep. No, I mean, I went, <laughs> I went with him. I'm, it's our house. Not, I hide in bed. Our no, I stay. House. I stay. I'm waiting but yep. to have to look at all the yes. scary things. Yep. Our house, except for he doesn't kill the spiders. That's my job, I guess. Uh, we don't, we don't kill our spiders. I we let them live. There is a murder scene in my basement. Of spiders. Of, I flex. Oh, yeah, I flex sealed. <laughs> there is you a can spider. See the outline of the spider. Yes, I will take I've a picture of it. Painted a spider before. I no, no, no. There was a spider in our basement when we had first moved into the house, and I freaked out, and I couldn't step on it, because the thing, I swear, was the size of my fucking palm. Believe it. Those wolf spiders are ginormous. Yep. Grabbed the flex seal, and I sprayed it, and I mean, I fucking... <sighs> oh, it wasn't a quick little... Tss, and the like spider tss. ran. Flex sealed. He flex sealed. And the flex seal hardened, and he got stuck to the ground. So there's an outline of a fucking huge spider on my basement floor... And then about a foot away is the it remainder works. of it. You didn't even pick it up and throw it away? No, it was solid to the ground. Like, you mummified? I mummified a, spy a huge spider, spider. To your floor. Was, I was terrified. I was a child. I wasn't a child. I was, <laughs> it was seven years. I was 20. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a child. Yeah. I was a child. I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. Yeah. That's 100% what I was. I freaked the fuck out i called austin i was like we have to burn the house down and he's like no insurance hasn't kicked in yet <laughs> it would be suspicious yeah he's like we literally can't do that and i was like there's fucking spiders we have to leave and he's like no just don't go to the basement I'm like then you do laundry just bomb the house when yeah. you're out there and i did oh, i did i did but it's yeah, um, because of the ravine, like all the yeah. creepy little crawlies come in. Mm-hmm. We have not had m- mice. Uh, I will knock on wood to the day I day. It's something. Our it's old something. house, we had very smart mice. Very ballsy mice. Very smart there's, mice. A, there's a mouse in our garage that ran across my phone when I was doing my last chemistry test. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I went to go itch my foot and I had my shoes on and I put my leg back down and something ran across it and I was like uh, I was like my foot's on the ground did I, <laughs> like did I did I like accidentally like knock one of the little boxes over and I looked down and I could see a tail running and I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she mice don't scare me however they do they have startled, startled me startled. okay maybe that's what they I was what me I was. out more than Yes. Yeah. I just don't want them chewing on things or eating things well, or pooping in things or dying somewhere and then it's all stinky and yeah. things. I in <laughs> eight. I, I would catch and release mice in, in my last house for sure because we were like out well, in the middle we of did, nowhere. We definitely didn't release oh. ours. 
like I say, Sorry. people say, oh, they come back. So, yeah, but it's also like winter and I can throw a mouse pretty far into the snow. So he has a way to get back. So, yep. yep. Uh, yeah, the kids had a habit of leaving crumbs everywhere. And so, kids do. Yeah. We were laying there watching TV and my son goes, mom. Like, no, there's not. Because I, I, like, had used that as an excuse to, like, make him sleep in his room. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He wanted to sleep in the living room on the floor. Like, no, the mouse will come and get you. So then after that, I'm thinking, okay, he's just saying that because he thinks mice are... Well, I mean, we did have mice, but no, sure enough. I look down. This little thing is ballsy as shit. He's coming out to grab a crumb and then run back under the couch. And we're sitting there watching TV and he's just doing it. I'm like, oh. I said, stop eating in the living room. Yeah. This is your fault. So you see this? You see this, boy? This is boy. Why, this is what happened. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Boy. They can, I mean, they can squeeze into the tiniest places, oh, so yeah, they just tiny. disappear. I have, tiny. I have a Snapchat memory that pops up every couple of years of my friend's old farmhouse. Mm-hmm. We were sitting there watching scary movies on this tiny TV in the living room that we were in. And you could see something crawling on the side of her, um, it's not an end table, nightstand, yeah. right? And I was like, what is that? And I zoom in and it's this tiny little mouse ah! that runs up this, crawls up it, mm-hmm. runs across, gets into the VCR player, and you can hear it. <gasps> and so my- Did it make a mess in the VCR? Yes. Uh, and so, uh, my, my friend- play a movie and- you squish it. Yep. Yep. My, my friend was like, there's nothing in there, it's fine, the mouse will get out on its own, goes to push it in, and you hear- <gasps> goes to pull it out and it's uh guts goop attached uh, it like attached to the little um mm-hmm. the flippy part that hides the tape no 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 the little real oh. spinny part but how fucking hard are you pushing that disc that i didn't bit? i what not me but somebody that, like, like even... slides in and then drops down so it was like underneath that what was it? <laughs> it was like one of the old ones you have to like no, what, what happens is, like, the flap on... I saw a thing on, on TikTok. How it's made. It was kind of like how it's made. But basically, the top part of the VCR player was removed, so you could see mm-hmm. that when yes. you push the tape in, the flap of the tape pops up, yep. and then it latches to these two prongs, and the two prongs pull out the, uh, the film from the tape, and then it plays. So there's not actually going on anything. It just inserts its little two hands, pulls out the film, and then... Ribbons it through. So then the things are just to pull that tape back in? Yeah. Because I remember you could rewind a... Yep. We had the VCR, or yeah. the VHS rewinder. Yeah. Must be fucking nice. <laughs> That's what we're yeah. right Push there. it in and push the, the top down and... Bing! Bing. Right, cool. Well, UFOs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like circle back, right, kids? Yeah. <laughs> Very smooth. Yeah, thanks. Well... If you guys have any questions or concerns, you can email us at uh, murder at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at Gouda Murder. 
podcast, podcast official. official. Wow, Keely. I wonder why you guys so always do it. Because you make us do it. You're like, I know. okay, come on. It makes, have- it, makes it, it makes it great. Wow. It's teamwork. It is. We have TikTok. Watching this teamwork. Don't in, worry about TikTok. In process. Don't worry about TikTok. <laughs> Just, we have Instagram us and wait for us. at Cuda Murder Pod. See, there we go. There you go. Yay. Anyway, stay curious. Stay Keep your eyes peeled for signs of cosmic visitors and stay fresh. Cheese, Cheese bags. bags.